0: Hi, how are you? If you can see me, go ahead and comment and say hello. Um, I'm Danny Tan leadership and career coach, and I'm super excited to chat with everyone today. Today we're talking about leadership and how to be a leader at any level. So excited to kick it off. I'm going to share a little note here. So if you're joining live today, please comment a, if you're an aspiring leader, If you're joining live today and you are already a leader, comment B, just to kind of get a feel for who's coming here saying, Hey, I'm an aspiring leader. I'm looking for some tips. Or if you're, I'm already a leader, uh, go ahead and drop in B and saying, I just want to have some, some chats. I see the chat. Hi everyone. Hello, Melissa and Jackie and Cynthia. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so, so, so happy to see everyone. Good morning. I know it's been a long time. I miss you too. Amazing. I'm so, so excited. So. Um, for those of you are, who are joining for the first time, just know that I started this series back in February, and I was doing it every single week. I took a little mini break, and I'm back. Thank you, everyone who um, commented and reached out asking for the series to come back. Um, this is really for all of us. It's for women of color. It's for community. It's for connection. So the fact that everyone came in saying that they wanted the series back, I'm super happy to do that. Um, amazing, amazing, amazing. So lovely. Great. So one person said they can, they can hear me, but they can't see me. Just let me know if you can see me. Someone just shoot me a note. So I know, but as I go ahead and check on that, I see that we have some B's. We have some existing leaders. We have some A's aspiring leaders. I love it. So, so, so much amazing. So I'm going to go ahead and get us started. We're going to chat for about. 15, 20 minutes, and then I'm going to open up to any questions that you might have and we'll get it going. Amazing. All right. So in case you don't know who i am i'm danny i'm a leadership and a career coach i'm also um, a vp in my day job and why am i here and why do i coach so if you are the first or few in your space and you're ready to pivot careers get promoted expand your leadership skills or find your voice i'm here to help you over the last 12 now it's 13 plus i've honed my own pivot and promotion skills to grow into the first generation asian latina leader that i am today and i say first gen in the sense First generation to graduate college in my immediate family first generation to be born in the united states i'm asian latina so i'm puerto rican filipino and chinese very very proudly of all these mixture of cultures which i love and adore and why i am here is i've learned to turn conversation to the job opportunities this has allowed me to pivot careers across so many industries pr sales merchandising e commerce all while achieving 11 promotions in 11 years and the reason why is just because you are the first, you are one of few, or you are the only in your space, I want you to know that you do not have to do it alone. There's so much power in community and role models, and that's why we have this space today, right? Is to build that community, to feel like we're not alone in order to help create those role models for ourselves so we can see what is possible. So let's go ahead and jump in. So I'm gonna share a little bit on my path to leadership, but the first thing I want to break out and really drive home is what is leadership and to me leadership is all about advocating for yourself and for others. That is the, this is the one slide that I want to take away for today. If there's one thing you take away from today is leadership is how you can advocate for yourself as well as for others. And so when I talk about my own journey in a uh, leadership here, let's just say this. So when I mentioned that I'm first generation, right? No one in my immediate family was, in a corporate structure that I currently am an existing or that I've worked my way through. Right. Um, they had different backgrounds in what they were doing for their careers. And when they immigrated to the United States, they were just looking to survive, right. And to create opportunities and success for their children. So a big part of early on in leadership for me, what it meant was for survival, right? I wanted to be successful. I wanted to be in leadership. So I felt like I wasn't struggling. So I felt like I wasn't, you know, Uh, trying to make ends meet. And so that was a big reason for what my leadership was at first was to advocate for myself to break out of something, you know? And then what I realized later on in my journey for leadership was no advocating for everyone else is what's so, so important for me. Now, my mission has completely changed. Um, It's all about how I can help lift up women of color, especially in the corporate structure and how we can advocate for each other and how we can support each other. So just know that leadership doesn't have to have one shape or one form. And I think that's so, so important. Leadership can have many, many, many different views, many, many different perspectives. And I think earlier on in my career, while I was climbing up the corporate ladder, everyone was trying to help and they were trying to help and they had very well intentions. But a big thing that would come up was, to sound a certain way, to dress a certain way, uh, to talk a certain way, to have executive presence. Right. So a lot of things that were being handed down to me, maybe were not the tools that were set up for me systemically. Right. And so a big thing that I'm going to talk about today is when we're talking about leadership and what leadership means to you specifically you, right, is how can you lead in a way that magnifies your gifts? Right that magnifies who you are. I don't want us to walk away thinking that leadership has to be one cookie cutter blueprint example that we all have to follow. Are there certain elements of how we communicate and how we influence and how we work with others? hundred percent. But I want to make sure that you take away from it, that you can find your version of leadership that makes sense for you. And we'll touch a little bit on that today. Cool. Amazing. Thank you. Okay. Everyone can see me and hear me now. I love it. Awesome. So I'm gonna put the comments to the side for me because I will get distracted, but I want everyone to go ahead and comment. Please ask any questions you want in the comments, share any thoughts that are kind of coming up for you. If you wanna connect, go ahead and connect, drop your LinkedIn so everyone else can reach out. Feel that this time is really for everyone that's here and how you can go ahead and connect with each other. All right, great. So how to be a leader at any level. I'm gonna break it up into two parts. So part one is developing the mindset of a leader. And then part two will be inspiring and driving results as a leader. I love it. I love a part one, part two. Okay. So part one, phase one is developing that mindset of a leader. The first question I want you to ask yourself, or the first question I want you to think about is why do you want to be a leader? Right? I touched on it a little bit on for myself. Do you want to be a leader because you want to give back? because you want to create change because you want to be the first to be a leader in a certain industry, in a certain department, on a certain team, you want to achieve personal success. What is the reason why you want to be a leader? And the reason why I say this and the reason why we start with this piece is because whether you're currently a leader or you're aspiring leader, it's good to have like, what is that vision? What is that goal? because it's not always easy the journey to leadership is not always easy right we receive lots of feedback if something doesn't go well it's going to come to you if something there's a problem you're there to solve it so having that why really helps you stay motivated when you're going through this path right it's going to get tiresome sometimes so you want to have your why so i was kind of mentioning earlier for me I just wanted to survive, right? I wanted to make sure that I was had my feet secure on the floor and that I was able to be financially sound and to care, take care of the things I want to take care of, right? But then it changed for me. And now it's all about how can I create an impact and create change for those who are coming up the ranks and who want to be aspiring leaders too, or those who are leaders, how can they help to grow at, in their leadership? So I think that's something that's super, super important. Have your why, right? And think of it this way too. It doesn't have to be professional. It can be personal too. How do you show up as a leader, right? It could be in, you know, activities that you are outside of work, in work. Just think of those things for yourself. And then the next question is what kind of leader do you want to be, right? Are you striving to be an empathetic leader, a direct leader, a trailblazer, someone who prioritizes people and their emotions and their feelings? What kind of leader do you want to be? What kind of example do you want to set? And for those of us, right, maybe we don't have the role models directly around us of what a leader looks like or a leader that we want to aspire to be, then let's think of how can I identify some role models for me, right? So if you're saying, okay, within my current organization, I don't really see a leader that I want to aspire to be like, that I can pull traits from or that I resonate with, right? That's okay. And if there's no one in like maybe in your family or in your friends, that's also okay. You can start to build that blueprint for yourself. Think to yourself, who's out there, but I really, really like their traits of how they lead. It could be someone that maybe you've read their book, you've listened to their podcast. There's an article that you read and you can have multiple different role models for different pieces of what you want to pull from, right? But kind of in a sense, you want to create your roadmap of what kind of leader you want to be and who can you pull from to help support you, right? So what traits resonate with you? Is it self-awareness, right? Is it emotional intelligence? Um, is it someone who is always going to be a trailblazer in the first and very innovative and is pushing the envelope, right? Think of those things because while you have your North star of why you want to be a leader, you also want to have, what are the traits that add up to that? And then the next piece, we know I love taking inventory. So we need to take inventory and self-reflect, right? What do we currently already have within our existing us of strengths? What is it that people go to you? What are your qualities? What defines you as unique and what you can go to? How are you the go-to person for these things and where can you grow, right? There's nothing wrong. It's not about perfection. It's about progress. And so where can you grow? What are your opportunities? So let's talk about this. We don't always have to be the leader that is the loudest person in the room. We don't always have to be the leader that's always constantly talking in the room. That's okay. For me, for example, throughout my leadership journey, I was never the person who was talking constantly within the meeting and that's okay. Either one is fine, but I did find that I was best at taking in the meeting, listening effectively and then and actively and at the end sharing in my two cents. Also, one of my strengths is to build relationships. So versus going into a meeting, um, you know, fifty people and going in and sharing my points, maybe I wanted to build relationships one on one, so I would set up one on one meetings. Think about what your superpowers are. Another one might be you're really great identifying problems and inefficiencies and systems and processes, and you like to create them. And those are all amazing things that you can bring to leadership. But you want to know what your strengths are, right? The other thing is where are your gaps? Maybe public speaking is not your jam, right? That's that's not for you. Or maybe you're working on your interpersonal skills right how do you start to use emotional intelligence how do you build relationships and rapport maybe you're more of an individual contributor that's okay so it's there's no problem in having gaps and having strengths it's just to be self-aware and to kind of reflect on okay where am i with these things right so you can start to create a plan of where you want to grow so all some good things for food for thought there great so part phase 2 inspiring and driving results as a leader right So now we have really set in our mind, what is our motivating driver? What kind of leader do we want to be, right? Where are our strengths and where are our opportunities? The next piece is how do we inspire and drive results, right? A leader must, must lead. They can't just lead themselves, right? They have to have those that will listen to them and work with them. They must inspire in order to help get that goal and get to that finish line. So the first piece is showing up as a leader, right? How do you show up as a leader? So many different answers for that. So the first piece is, can you clearly communicate the purpose and impact of your team's work on a broader scale? So for example, if you are aspiring leader, if you have a project or a deadline or a task that needs to get done and you have cross-functional partners, or let's say people underneath you as well that report into you, how are you able to clearly communicate what their role is and how it helps support the broader scale, the broader goal of getting that done. It's super, super important to be able to communicate that, right? As a leader, we, the leaders who say, okay, just get this done. It has to get done. How does that inspire someone or drive someone to say, oh, okay. So my role is helping to do this for the greater good of what it needs to get done. We want to make sure that we're giving additional context and we're clearly communicating. That's something that's super, super important. It's how can you share that vision of what the goal is? The next thing is how do you create visibility for yourself and others as a leader, right? Leadership, you could do all the things, right? We're sitting at our cubicles at home, wherever it may be. And we're doing all all the things on our checklist. We're checking it off. We're crossing it off. And we're like, yeah, I'm getting it done. But in order to be a leader, it's not about just doing the work. It's how do you create visibility? yourself right as well as your team so for yourself in an instance for those who are aspiring leaders who are trying to create more visibility how are you able to do that with either your manager or your manager's manager or on your team so here's an example for those of those for those of you who know me you know I love a weekly wins so whether it's weekly or monthly collecting how you won in that week right so looking back and reflecting okay these are the meetings that I had these are the conversations that I had how did I win we're so quick to go on to the next thing, go on to the next thing, cross thing off the list. We don't necessarily reflect and look back. So to do that for yourself in order to keep that running checklist of what you're doing now, where the gold is, is not just holding that list of wins to yourself, but meeting with your manager, either weekly or monthly, and sharing those wins with them, right? That's how you're able to start to create visibility for yourself. Now, for those of you who are already leaders, this is a big thing that I do myself and that I have a lot of the women that I work with do who are in leadership is to help implement that for your team, right? Hold your team accountable. Hey, we just finished this big project. I would love for you to recap anywhere from five to 10 things, how you feel like you won in this project. So I can share it with additional higher up leadership that way you're creating visibility for your team as well. And for those of you who don't know this, I will say this: if your team is doing well, you're doing well, and that's, what's really, really important too, is to create that visibility, affect that change. It's not just about us. It's about the greater group, right? So that's super, super, super important. And then the next piece is how can you inspire and affect change? So, the number one thing is to actively listen. That is the best way to communicate. How can you actively listen to those around you, whether it's a cross functional team member, whether it's those who are directly on your team, whether it is management, whether it's the exec team? How can you actively listen to understand? where that person's coming from, to understand what their goal is and what their mission is. So that way you can communicate effectively with them. It's so, so important because a big thing that will happen is when we are butting heads and we're not seeing eye to eye and we're not seeing each other's vision, we have to step back and versus jumping in with answers, jumping in with this is why, is to listen to what's really behind there. Sure, they're saying they can't do it, but what is the real reason why they can't do it? Is there another blocker? Is there something else going on for them? How can we better support to get to the common goal? And I think actively listening is such such an important thing. And the other thing is, is to understand when you're actively listening, when you're working with someone, how do they work, right? What is their style? How is their communication style affecting how you're delivering your messages? Some folks will prefer to message on Slack or on teams. Some people want to get on a phone call. Others prefer visual aids. And they like, they're showing me a visual please. And I'll understand it. So understanding also those who you're working with to affect and inspire change, how do they work, right? What is their preferred method? Now I'm not saying you should have a different method for every single person, but when it comes to the times when you're trying to really move the needle at something, you want to make sure that you're taking that into account. It's so, so important. And then the next piece is whenever you're creating goals, For your team for your company for your department whatever it may be you want to get everyone involved in the process right how many times have we been given a goal and we're like well no one asked me if i thought this goal you know was workable or no one asked me how my job even rolls up into this goal so i don't even understand like what this task that i'm doing how does it even matter right why am i even doing it how does it even make sense is this even achievable and so people want to feel like they have purpose. I want to make sure I have purpose in the things that I'm doing. And I understand how it rolls up to the greater piece. And of course I want to have buy-in. So the best way for people to have buy-in into their goals is to involve them in the process. So, so, so important that will help inspire, right. As well as bring everyone together versus everyone working in silos And you are just giving out goals. <laughs> you want to make sure everyone's involved. And then the last piece is how can you continue to grow? Right. Growing as a leader is never done. You don't get to, you know, whatever level it may be, a CEO, CMO, VP, senior director, manager, it doesn't matter, associate. Once we get into leadership, whatever form it is, whatever level it's at, we don't just stop, right? Because times evolve, things evolve. We have to make sure that we're constantly growing with it, right, because leaders are there to help the team. If we're not learning and figuring out and growing how to support, all the different members on our team, all the different things that are coming, all the different ways they're being impacted, we're doing a disservice, right? So what can you do? Are you going to workshops, courses, conferences? Are you working with a coach? Are you working to get continual feedback to identify your areas of improvement? How are you creating a development plan for yourself, right? We focus so much on the day-to-day of the things that need to get done, we forget that it takes people to actually get them done. And we have to take care of our people right? That's what's most, most important. Um, Lovely. Okay. I see some comments. Um, I'm going to pop over there in a second. I just want to recap it for everyone here. So number one thing is, why do you want to be a leader, right? What is your why? What motivates you? Then what kind of leader do you want to be? What kind of qualities, traits, skills, what is it that you're looking to acquire, right? If you don't have role models of that, that's totally okay. Create your board of directors of role models that you want to have right and then take inventory self-reflect what are your strengths don't feel like you have to be cookie cutter we don't have to be like everybody else we can look and see what we are really really strong at and amplify that and that's what makes unique leadership right that's how you start to shine through for your strengths i love that so empowering and where are your areas for growth that's okay we all have areas of opportunity it's fine just acknowledge them and say okay how does this affect my path to leadership What do I need to kind of grow and work on in order to build that up? And then the second part, how do we inspire? So showing up as a leader, how can you communicate the team's purpose, their impact on a broader scale, right? That really matters. How do you create visibility for yourself as well as your team, right? We can't just be champions in the corner. We have to create visibility, even though it feels really, really uncomfortable. I don't know about y'all, but being first gen, we have always been. I was always told to just be grateful for what I have and to keep my head down and be thankful. But Leaders aren't quiet. They have to show up for themselves and for their team. So it's something that we have to kind of practice. And then how can you inspire and affect change, right? Actively listening, understanding how people learn, understanding how people communicate, meeting them where they are, right? And finding a path together. And then of course, getting everyone involved in the goal setting process. Don't just give out goals, make sure people have the buy-in and they're really excited about it. That's how you really create a team that's invested and wants to stay. And then how can you continue to grow? Always constantly want to learn new ways you can grow and develop yourself as a leader, whether it's reading, whether it's podcasts, whether it's conferences, you pick your favorite, Um, but find a way that you continue to grow that for yourself. Amazing. So I'm gonna open it up to questions and see what popped up. Oh, I see some more hellos. I love it. Yay. Alrighty. Amazing. Completely agree. I love it. Thank you. Okay. Um, I see this note. I'm trying to be a leader in my current company and part of a leadership program, but I don't know what will happen after I complete it. Tips on what I should do after. Okay. So For that question, my first question would be in regards to what you should do after. Is it in the sense that you're looking to move into a leadership position um, and that's what you're currently working towards? If so, if that is where you're going with this question, I would say to talk to your manager and talk about what your plan looks like for the next role, for your roadmap of what you want leadership to be. A big thing that comes up is, We work really hard at what we do, at our job descriptions, at our roles and responsibilities. We follow the playbook, right? But the biggest piece that we have to do is to have direct, clear conversations with those who hold the keys and are the stakeholders to our next steps and to our leadership, right? And to create that plan and say, hey, I'm working on this program. I've done these things. I'm looking to make this next move. What does it take for me to get there? This is what I believe is the path, but I wanna make sure we're on the same page to create that path of visibility, right? The next thing is, after having that conversation, find ways that you can show up already as a leader within your current role, right? Whether it's certain tasks that you can speak to, certain ways you can help the team, and I think that's the most important piece. Great, hi Gail, I love that you love the concept, amazing. All right. I love this. I want to be a leader to make a difference in people's lives for their benefit. I completely agree. Um, I'll talk about this towards the end, but my whole mission when it comes to coaching is really to create an impact and to create more representation within uh, leadership roles. All right. I love this. I want to be a leader of my community and hold space for the experience of others. Yes. I think that's a big thing too, right? Is we all have different backgrounds, all different experiences and to show up and be able to hear and listen for that. Great. Okay. And then I have one more. Hi, how are you? Um, I'd like to learn how to lead in a new conservative banking work environment. So, yeah. So I would think of it in this piece, whenever you're in a new role, I always say, take your first 30, 60, 90 days to absorb, like just absorb everything and observe everything. And then think about where it is that you want to interject your unique leadership. So let's say you're observing for the first 90 days and you're like, wow, some of these processes are just dated, and I have different ways that I can create a plan to make it more efficient, right? So talking with your team and identifying with them first, hey, within the first 90 days, I observed these are the things that are a little bit shaky, and I'd love to implement some new pieces. What are your thoughts on us doing that? And start to find a path for yourself based off of what really works for you and what is your strength. Great. Okay. I think that's everyone's questions. Hi, Jessica. How are you? Thank you. Amazing. So I'm going to go ahead and close this up for all of us. so We end on time because we know I love ending on time. So if you're looking for support um, in case you didn't know, I am here to work with women of color who are ready to advocate for themselves, own their power and grab the mic. I really, really want everyone to feel super empowered to shift the power to us, to women of color, right? I don't want organizations or anyone else to hold that power. So how can we go ahead and learn to advocate for ourselves and support ourselves? Do they have some power? Yes, definitely. But I also want to make sure that we're able to have the tools to feel successful. And how do I do this? It's I teach you and I show you how to turn conversations into job opportunities. It's all about learning how to build communities so you can network your way to the role that you want to be in. Right. And the reason why I do this, what drives me and my motivator is that growing up as a woman of color, I did not have the role models or community needed whatsoever to support my career growth. And I had to learn the hard way and it's time for that to change. I don't want it to be hard for anybody else. I want to make it easier. I want to give you the cheat codes uh, so you can get to where you want to go. And the goal is I don't want you to feel like you have to do it alone. I don't want anyone to feel alone whatsoever. And I want more women of color and six figure and C-suite roles. There's room for all of us. And so with this mission, I leave you, uh, with today's session. And so this session will be back to coming. It's back weekly. So I will be here next week, Wednesday at the same exact time. I will post the event this Friday. Um, some of you have taken the poll and it sounds like we have a lot of great topics coming up. So feel free to go ahead and join me there. And then I will share this. If you want to connect with me, I'm going to drop it into the comments at the end of this event and there's a feedback form because i practice what i preach and feedback is a gift so you can go ahead and fill out the feedback form once i drop it in the comments and let me know your thoughts of what you liked what you want more of um, and i'll also share ways to connect with me but thank you so much everyone and have a good one